hot vibes and <laughs> did you forget what we're talking about? How early is it? Wake up! It, it is one of those days. Look, before, look, I've I already told Emma that I've it's been one of those days already. It's only nine in the morning. Oh my! It's God. already one of those days. I'm gonna be working till midnight, so it's already one of those days. Oh, that sucks. I know. <laughs> Anyway, what, what, what are we doing again? We're watching Sensei. <laughs> we're talking Sen- about Sensei. We're talking yes. about Sensei. We're not watching. Okay. We're yes. Talking. Okay. What? Yeah. Th- but there are episode names I don't remember, and I will never okay. remember. So I that's think gonna be it's all right. We're we're talking about episode one, Limbic Resonance. <laughs> yes, I still don't know what that means. It's okay. You don't have to. Um, <laughs> but I'll explain it a little more. I guess, kind of, once we get to it in the episode because as i mentioned previously each title is in the episode it's said in the episode <laughs> okay wait did they say limbic resonance they the did episode? they did and i will Am get I to stupid? it's okay it was it's a pass it's like a, a blink and you miss it kind of moment oh well that makes sense because i fun fact i actually watched this episode at work because i had some downtime at work yeah no way <laughs> how was yeah. that um wait I do wish you would have warned me about something. I'm so sorry, cause like, not. I'm so sorry, cause like right after we were done, I was like, oh, I should probably tell him. <laughs> I I know you mentioned it's like spicier and stuff, but I just I wasn't expecting it in the first episode to the point where I literally was watching on my phone. I just like slid it to the side, cause I'm like I'm watching the work. I don't need someone to see me watch that. <laughs> but I still heard everything, which is also awkward. <laughs> but it's it was fun. I was fully like, fuck, I should probably tell him. And then, like, days went by, and I was like, maybe he watched it already. I completely forgot to tell him. <laughs> I just forgot. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's fine. It's all fine. No, no one's off. It's good. It's fine. It's totally fine. It's fine. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway. Yeah. How was your week before we actually jump into the episode? Oh, God. What a week. So- <laughs> yeah. Christ. So, when was the- It was on Sunday, wasn't it? The big storm or something like that? Yes. Yeah. Big storm, and yeah. up here it was really bad. Cause like I know it was like really bad everywhere, but over here we got trees, and trees were just falling left and right because of the wind, and mo- a lot of them fell over all the power lines and stuff. So most of the state, at least half of the state, was without power of the whole state of Maine. Yeah. So it was pretty bad. Yeah, it was bad here too. Like. I fortunately didn't lose power, but I know some other places around me did. Mm. And, like, I know, I want to say, like, a few cities down from me, I think, like, a guy died because, like, a tree fell onto his, like, trailer house and, like, crushed him. Yeah, someone here, too. Yeah. And also, it was so bad. This actually isn't that, you know, it's not as big as someone dying. But, like, it literally sent so much shit into my lock on my garage door. So I can only use the big door now to get in and out. Because my key won't fit in the lock anymore because there's so much, like, shit in there from the storm. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I have to use my... I can still get in because I can use my big door. It's just... It's a lot of a hassle because it's, like, so loud and so slow to, like, open and close and just... But, yeah, no. It was, like, fucking crazy here. Oh, my God. It was, it was absolutely mental. Like, yeah, someone... Uh, uh, I mean, at least one person died over here. I know that. But we woke up... It was, like, doing that all night. And then we woke up and... Everything was kind of fine, but then suddenly power went out. We're like, shit. It was only out for a couple minutes, and then it came back up. But when it came back up, it was like flickering <laughs> on yeah. and off. And we were like, um, 
we should turn some stuff off so they don't like short out. And it was bait and then it just went down and it just wouldn't come back up. So it was down for at our house for about 30 hours. So we went into the next day and still no power. And so halfway through the day we were like, let's go to let's go to our family's house. Um, because they have a generator, and so they have heat oh, at yeah, least. Yeah. yeah. And so we were like, let's go there because it's freezing. And we were like bundled up in the house. So we went over there, hung out for a bit, but they got the power up by about, I want to say three or four. And so we went home, lived life back as normal, Um, went into the next day, lived that day normally. And then the middle of the night, the power went out again, but for a slightly different reason. It was probably still caused by the storm, but it was um, it was like a Transformer Blue or something like that. So Ooh, that sucks. That sucked. And so that sucks. I, what kept waking me up was the fact that my light, which is connected to my phone, because it's like a you know, fancy light I could change the colors with, went to full brightness in the middle of the night. And I was like, <laughs> What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> and it Damn, did it twice. That, that's funny, actually. That's funny. It did it like two different nights. So the second night I was like, Oh the power's off. <laughs> now I know oh, yeah, what this is. So, and then it was out again until about three or four again, um, that next day. So we went back to my family's house. Um, and then we got home and the power's back up and it's been back up ever since. So I feel like there's not going to be any more problems. But yesterday, my family finally got power back. It had been like five days for them. So without power for quite a while, we were driving around trying to like make sure we didn't die because there were like trees just hanging over the road on power lines and we were like yeah. uh. <laughs> some were pulled up show. yeah pulled up by their roots it was it was bad so i think the state has generally recovered from that but that was like the worst mm-hmm. storm i think i've seen <laughs> living here yeah but moving aside from that i know other stuff oh yeah got stoned <laughs> so i Okay, story time. My computer's starting to do the same thing that it did <laughs> last time. Oh, yeah, you mentioned... Yeah, yeah. I was gonna render one of my videos, and because I, I wasn't fully... This week messed me the fuck up, because I was gonna film a month's worth of videos this week. No, oh, that that's the worst. It's so annoying. I scheduled it and everything. I was gonna knock out the rest of one of my Patreon shows. Actually, two of the rest of my Patreon shows. And film like four others of another one and four others of another one. And I was like, it's going to be great. I'm going to just knock them all out. Then I won't have to worry about Patreon at least for the yeah. next like two weeks. Um, and <laughs> then the power went out and I was like, great. Um, but once we got it back up, I was like, okay, let me render one of my ones I already had. Let me export it because I have that ready. I just have to post it. I went yeah. to export it and my computer is having the same problem. We're on export then. That's so, so bad. It's That's really so bad. bad. I was going to be set for the week and it's just gone. So, and I looked at all the settings that he told me about before. None of them have changed since he fixed it. So I don't know what mm-hmm. the problem is. So I'm going to have to take it in again, but it's Christmas. So I have to wait until after Christmas. And then Damn. Take it <laughs> so oh yeah, happy Christmas Eve, Eve, everyone. We're, we're, we're recording this on Christmas Eve, Eve. Yeah, it's Christmas Eve Eve. So happy, happy Christmas, happy holidays, whatever you yeah. celebrate. Yes, whatever um, you celebrate. It's that time of year. Yeah. Um, fucking it doesn't feel like it with all the shit going down over here. Honestly, but- same. Like I'm so not in the Christmas spirit at all. <laughs> Me neither. Stupid power, stupid freaking computer. And uh, 
looking at my computer and it doing that over and over again, I was like, okay, yeah, I give up. <laughs> I I was getting so stressed. Like, my heart rate was spiking. And I was like, this is not this is bad. This is bad. So I was like, okay, I need to get stoned. <laughs> so <laughs> I need to chill out for a couple days because this is like, I don't want to feel this right now. So I went and I got some, I got some weed. <laughs> um, and... <laughs> It was so funny because I, I haven't done it in a while. So I went to Sarah's like, Mom, can we stop in Waterville? And she was like, why? I was like, to, to pick up. And she was and she thought it was talking about something else. And she was like, are you going to do it this week? I was like, do what? <laughs> so, it's like the thing. And I was like, which happens to be your Christmas present, which is why I'm being vague about it. Um, And oh. I was like, yeah, but it's not coming to you on Christmas. Sorry. But that, I still haven't bought yours yet. I've still only have... <laughs> 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 I, I've been focused on like everyone else, like my family and shit that I've, I've kind of put you on the back burner because I know... It's not coming through. It'll come after. I was fully like, I, I looked. I was like, maybe I can pick it up. And then I was like, mm, I'm working till midnight tonight. And then <laughs> the next two days are Christmas and Christmas Eve. So I'll, okay, I'll guess I'll get it all next week. But she thought I was yeah, talking about that. Fine. It's fine. And so I was like, so I was like, dude, what this week? What are you talking about? And she's like, isn't it the thing? And I'm like, no, Roca. <laughs> and she's like, oh, <laughs> so no, yeah. For the last like couple of days, I've just been. <laughs> and i was when i watched uh i was very stoned when i watched last twilight i was oh, gonna yeah. cry in one of the scenes and i'm not sure if it was because of that or because of the fucking show so, <laughs> so yeah, that's wow. gonna be fun to talk about after being stoned watching that but yeah it's been a fucking week uh, i it's been a very stressful week i don't like it <laughs> yeah I still have to get my dad's family's gift cards for Christmas and send it to them, which is easy enough because it's going to be an online one, so I can just buy and send. Mm. Um, but I have all the other presents so far, and oh, I built the BTS Lego thing in the dark. Yes, I have one of those. Did I tell you that? No way! I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I'm god! I'm so glad you showed me that because I, that was something I was like considering buying for you. So Thank I'm God. so glad you show me that because otherwise that could have been a contender and then you would have to. My friend said it was so funny because she was like, oh, I got to find a box big enough to send your present. I was like, big enough? What the fuck did you get me? And my other cousin, my cousin that was like sitting with me, he was like, what if she got you like that Titanic Lego set that you've always wanted? I'm like, if she did, I'm going to kill her. It's $600. I'm not asking her to <laughs> do that. And um, so when it came, I was like, good. It's not the Titanic one. It's not that big. And then I picked it up, and it heard, I heard the shaking, and I was like, watch it be, like, BTS Lego. <laughs> and I opened it, because, like, I had a thought that it was, and at least sounded like Lego. So, on the first day of the power outage, I was sitting there so bored at, like, 4 a.m. or 4 p.m. It was dark. <laughs> I could do nothing. I was like, mm. fucking bored. And so I looked over, I was like... I think I'll open it now and send you the video. And she was like, okay. And so I opened it. I was like, thank fuck. You saved my night. I'm going to go build this in the dark. Thank you. <laughs> I was so, oh my God. It killed me when you sent me that message too. You were like, did you know I had one of those? <laughs> I started crying laughing. I was like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> I, I, I feel like it's one of our like running gags. And I was like, anytime you it mention is. it, I have to be like, oh, I have one of those. Look. Oh, I totally that? have one of those. <laughs> That's, that's gonna be forever a running gag it's, it's so gonna be funny. forever running it's gonna be great anytime someone mentions that i need to say oh i have one of those Did I, show you? I totally have one of those it was it was fun too i had a good time building it so yeah i'm i'm glad i've got one um otherwise i've got all the christmas presents i necessarily needed to get except for yours um <laughs> and i still gotta ship it all because my cousin's 
is not going to ship in time for Christmas. But her birthday is January 30th. So she's going to get it in the middle. <laughs> nice. All her shit in the middle. So, yeah. That's uh, my hectic week. How's yours been? I mean, the storm thing happened with me, too. Hmm. You're like, it's raining, and I was like, oh, now it is. <laughs> yeah, like, it's raining, it's windy, and then it just got worse. Yeah. Oh, right. Cherry magic happened. That's what happened. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, is because Emma picked a different show for me, not a BL, I decided to put a poll on my Patreon for a new BL to watch, and Cherry Magic with the Thai version one, which I was a little skeptical or already, because... For those of you who don't know, Cherry Magic, the Japanese version, kind of fucked me over last time a little bit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and here we are. It kind of happened again. Because oh, yeah. I guess Japan's copyright is so strict that they only want the Thai version to be shown in Thailand. <laughs> and so I saw that. I immediately went back and deleted the videos I had scheduled. Oh, yeah. Just right away. I was like, I'm not dealing with this again. GMMTV literally sent out an email. I'm assuming to everyone who was reacting to it to be like, hey, so we can't really let you do this anymore. Sorry. Which I, I already deleted my videos before, so it was fine. But yeah. which I, I respect that, actually. I respect that they did that because, like, yeah, that's obviously great. they didn't want to do that because they're going to lose a shit ton of money now that they're mm -hmm. losing international views for that. So. They are, yeah. And GMMTV is actually, like, pretty good when it comes to, like, copyright and videos and stuff like that because they usually release them pretty quick and if there's a problem they always like let people know that there's a problem which is i'm you know fair respect to gmmtv they've got a lot of problems but this o honestly yeah they like they're very vocal about it and like we'll let you know and like we'll help yeah. you with it so that's good um that's but yeah so i now have a new poll up on my patreon again what what are you pulling which ones well currently there's a tie the last time i checked there was a tie oh so I, I, I need someone to bring that tie <laughs> A tie on the tie BLs. <laughs> yeah, it's a um, it's a tie. No, oh, no, I mean it's a tie, like a tie, like there's two. No, yeah, I know, but I'm just like oh. it's a tie. It's a tie of the tie BL. It, it is or yes. not, <laughs> depending. I on believe the they're all tie BL. Yeah, so it's between my dear gangsta Opa and Pit Babe. Ah, uh, I've heard of both of those. They're both like big things right now. I think. Yeah. So, I so. need someone to break that tie or by tomorrow, because that's when I plan to record it. And if not, I will flip a coin and pick myself. There you go. Um, that's kind of ultimately what comes out here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that happens. So, don't expect any Cherry Magic reaction from me. That sucks, because I remember you being like, hey, Cherry Magic! <laughs> and now it's fucked. <sighs> it's, yeah. I'm, yeah, and I literally put a post, I'm like, yeah, I'm done with, like, Japanese BL in general yeah. now. Like, I, I think it's just, it's not worth it. To go through all this exactly. they clearly the copyright's too strict for me i'm not gonna bother i remember like for kieta hatsuko you put like your intro on youtube and then like was like go here because i'm not yeah i did <laughs> redirect that yeah which worries me for my love mix-up no 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 yeah oh, no, which is no. something i thought about come oh should we, we we might have issues with that i forgot about that please don't do that to me yeah i was so excited yeah. Please don't do this. <laughs> so that's just something to think about moving forward. I'm gonna be really fucking sad if that happens. Like you have no yeah. idea. Honestly, this this sounds bad, but their best bet would probably just like be to cancel it altogether. Like, because like I know I know you're making that face. Don't worry. It's it's like <laughs> it's the fact that it wouldn't get 
I don't think they would make back as much as they are spending making on it if yeah. it are only restricted to Thai viewership. Yeah. Like, GMMTV, I think, like, a lot of their shows are very popular, and a lot of it is because it's all international. Like, anyone can watch it from wherever. So I do think that if it's just strictly restricted to Thailand, it's gonna cost them a lot. And I feel like that it wouldn't be worth it. That's just me. My own thoughts on that, but maybe Japan needs to loosen up their restrictions on copyright, I guess. Was it originally a Japanese, like, comic? Because I know it was a comic originally. Yeah, it was a manga, and then it was a Japanese live action, and now I think there's actually going to be an anime about it, too. Um, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, they are, like, milking Cherry Magic for, like, everything they have, which, damn, I guess, go off. Dear god. Yeah. What about Kia Tatsuko? Was that... I, I mean, we know Kitatsuko with a manga as well. Okay, it was a... I don't believe it was an anime. At least not yet. No, I don't think it was an anime. <laughs> but I know it was a manga. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna be really upset. Yeah. I, I think that's it for my week, actually. <laughs> One yeah. of those fucking weeks, man. Too many things happened. Yeah, it was just busy, hectic week before Christmas, and not a lot of things to talk about, really. I've created a monster in terms of my cousin as well. I've showed him Doctor Who. Now every time I go to the house, he's like, okay, so for Christmas, I want a song screwdriver. I want a Tardis. I want, a da -da -da. I want this. Can you get me some Doctor Who DVDs? Can you do that? I was like, it's like, when can I come over next? We can watch Doctor Who. We can binge it. I was like, I've created a monster. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> so that's a fun new development, but at least I've passed on knowledge. <laughs> nice. That's something. Um, and the new Christmas special is out in two days on Christmas Day, so, and I want to film a reaction to it, but who the fuck knows when I'll oh, be able to post it? Oh, speaking of, I forgot, what else happened this week? Oh, God, what else? I got, okay, it's not really a show, but I started watching a thing. A thing. And it's kind of great. It's kind of great. Okay. Is Have you heard or seen or watched, oh, I didn't even remember the name of it. Okay, I think it's City Boys Log. City Boy what? City Boys Log. Never heard of that. Okay. <laughs> it's so weird, but it's kind of great. It's, so it's essentially a vlog style of, like, real people. Okay. And I think one actually is, like, a, in a K-pop group or something. Oh, hell yeah. I think, yeah, it's, like, Korean and stuff. So it's, it's like, starts by the vlog, it's, like, him and, like, other, like, you know, actors, models, like, like they're kind of, like, all in that realm. There are, like, four of them. And so they start off like a regular vlog style, and then it it, it kind of becomes like a BL as well. What the fuck is this? I need to look this up. Is it, there? There's a it's a YouTube channel, so you can watch it all on YouTube. I would highly recommend doing so on your own time because most of them are pretty short. But it is so good. Is I'm so invested now because like there are some things you you know are like obviously like scripted and stuff because like it's like fake to an extent, but also they're being they're. Playing themselves, essentially, just, like, mixed with, like, a BL-esque coding in it. Oh, my it. God. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's so... It's... I, I literally just binge-watched all of that, and it's so good. This is gonna be... Okay. I... Because I, like, um... Or I used to be into, like, YouTube-style, like, shows. Like, I used to watch, um... These kind of, like, remakes of Jane Austen stories. Like, Emma Approved was based on Emma, and uh, the Lizzie Bennet Diaries was um pride and prejudice and it was like vlog style like she would be sitting there going oh my gosh so today i'm doing this but it was the whole storyline was yeah. 
from those books. So I liked like vlog style and YouTube style like shows that are kind of made like that. That'd be fun. That'll be really fun. I don't remember how I watched it. I think I, it may have been recommended to me and I accidentally clicked on it when I meant to click on something else. <laughs> That's always what happens. That's how I watch a vlog, my random shit. I'm like, oh, what is this? And I normally <laughs> give like a minute or two to like really get into it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I started picking up on little thing. I'm like, wait. And it's, it's, it's so, it's so good. It, it's really good. I would highly recommend anyone to check it out if you want to. It's on YouTube. Watch that. City Boy Log. It's great. It's great. Heck time. yeah. <laughs> it's also super short too. I think they're like 10 out right now. And like, I think they're like 10, 20 minutes long each. So it's like a quick binge if you want to. Just get caught I'm gonna up. do that. So, there's also okay. There's also live streams they've done. Oh my gosh! This is like a universe. <laughs> no, I swear. And like, I went back and watched them because they thankfully they um subbed the live streams after it's been out. Yeah. And like, they are still in character in the live streams. It is so funny because like, okay, here I'll give you an example. So there's like this one guy <laughs> who's like, so there are four guys. There's like two couples each. One guy actually likes one of the guys from the other couple, <gasps> and. There's this whole thing, like, where, like, so they're saying, like, two, the one couple on the bottom, one couple on the top, they're, like, sitting, however. And, like, mm -hmm. the jealous guy in the back literally, like, reaches in between the two, and he's like, oh, sorry, I need to grab my water. And, like, just, like, and tries to push him apart, and then, by the end, he literally, like, pushes him apart and sits in between them, because he's like, oh, someone commented, for, do you want me to be up front now? So he just, like, moves in between the two of them. Oh, is, this is my vibe. This is my vibe. <laughs> it is so like you. I feel like you would love it. I I'm literally like obsessed with it now. It is so fucking good. Cause it reminds me like of like if if I'm watching like AT's lives or BTS lives when one of them like just changes spots or like just comes up and goes hi like I don't know. So it's like that, but like with a storyline with BL. Like oh, I'm invested. I'm invested already. <laughs> uh, get get into it. Let me know what you think. Feel free to send me oh. little videos if you're still watching. Cause it's so. Like, also, the chemistry is there, too. Like, the chemistry is there. I there the are moments. <laughs> I have to watch this. I have to watch okay. this. <laughs> anyway, we've been talking for, like, almost 25 minutes. Um, we have, God. It's been a week. It's been a week. Um, so, yeah, eight, let's get to the show. Eight sense eight. <laughs> you said the eight. I have been saying that in my head all fucking week. I've been getting those constantly really? mixed up. I knew you fucking would, too. I was like, I bet. He's just going to be like, eighth sense, let's go. <laughs> Great. Oh, my God, that's funny. Um, <laughs> Hopefully, this is as good in your mind as, as eighth sense. Eighth sense is gorgeous. So It, it is really. So, episode one is called Limbic Residence. And the first person we meet is Angelica. She's setting the scene. She's lying on, like, a dirty mattress in an abandoned church. By this point, nobody knows what the fuck is going on. This is the first thing you see. It's very interesting. I thought... I... I... You thought? I thought. What you thought? <laughs> I, I... So when I first watched it, and she's, like, laying, moaning, groaning, I'm like, oh, did she just, like... Like, is she, like, throwing up or something? Like, I don't know the what... She, like, I would, like, is she, like, going to the bathroom? What, like, what is she doing? I don't know what she was doing. She's in a lot of pain. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay, for sure. That's what it was. Yeah. Yes. She's in a lot of pain. And uh, we see that she's been on drugs as well. She has like a little tin of, of mm. drugs, but there's none left. Um, and then suddenly a man appears. His okay. Name is see, Jonas. for the first like half of this, I was like, ghost? Ghost? <laughs> I, I don't think that's right anymore. 
it's not right anymore. No, but I see why you thought that. Um, I first thought that. I think when I first watched the show as well, I was like, mm, he's dead. But no. Um, Jonas. So Jonas appears. He takes her hand and he tells her that whatever's happening, it has to be done now, and that they, in quotes, will be hunted, born or unborn, and this will at least give them a fighting chance. What was your thought on this so far? <laughs> I, I, again, I tell you with the ghost. I didn't really. Under, I, I was very confused. Um. <laughs> I thought he was a ghost. I don't think he is anymore. I know he's the dude from Lost. He is the dude from Lost, yes. <laughs> I've only seen the first season of Lost, but he is the dude from Lost. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I would just, again, a lot of it was just confusion. I and, figured. <laughs> yeah. It gets less confusing. Yeah. So, with him saying, you know, born or unborn, it's kind of implied that she's giving birth in a way, just not physically, but mentally. Did you not see that? No. It's mentioned like twice in this scene. How did you miss that? She's giving birth. <laughs> well, no. Okay, he said that, but I'm like, she doesn't look pregnant. She's not. And then we kind of like end the scene. I'm like, okay, maybe that's like, I, I don't know. She's not. She's not. She's not physically pregnant, and she's not mentally pregnant either. But she's giving birth in a way that a sensate does, and we'll learn more about birth and sensates and things like that later on in the show. But. Essentially, what she's doing right now is mentally giving birth to eight sensates. To sensates in one cluster. Okay. A cluster of sensates. Um, so, as she's giving birth, we see these sensates across the world, eight people. We see Lido yeah. in New Mexico. Not New Mexico, I'm so sorry. Mexico City. <laughs> Lido in Mexico City. Riley in London. Sun in Seoul. Wolfgang in Berlin. Will in Chicago. Kala in Mumbai, Caffius in Nairobi, and Nomi in San Francisco. These are our eight sensates, which I told you last time. Yes. So, and it seems to be that they see her as well. They all see her just mm. appear. And it seems that no one around them, if we do see someone around them, doesn't really see them either. They don't notice. Another man appears after this happens. Jonas calls him Whispers. Whispers? He's this is Whispers, yes. His name is Whispers. He's called Whispers, at least. That's what you'll kind of hear him referred to as throughout the show. And he notes that she just gave birth and she's been taking drugs to hide from him. He sees the drugs and he says, so this is how you've been hiding from me. Which will come back as well later. Drugs and hiding and things like that. So Angelica sees them both, but it seems that they don't see each other. I noticed that, yeah. I think they know the other is there. They just don't mm -hmm. really see them. I picked up yeah. on that. Yes. They they definitely know the other is there because she, you know, says something to the other and they go, ah, I see you're talking to this person. Um, So they all know of each other. They just, Jonas and Whispers do not see each other. And there's a reason for that. We will get to that later in the show as well. She's going to unalive herself. She has a gun. Yeah. And Whispers is like, you're not going to do that. You're, you're one of us. You, you're not going to do it. You're going to come home with me. And it seems that he arrives physically. Uh, yeah, church. I was like, oh, he's actually here now. He is actually here in the physical with a bunch of people with, with guns as well. Hmm. But before they can do anything, she puts the gun in her mouth and she's dead. Cool. That's She's dead dead. Like this, this, I will tell you now, she's dead. <laughs> like she doesn't come back alive or anything. So, but... That is our opening scene. Uh, yeah. And then it goes into the, the, the theme song. So it's kind of like a very 
violent but interesting and intriguing opening scene, in, in my opinion. Just like when the Tell Me Again starts off with a bang. Starts off with a bang! That's so true! <laughs> as soon as I saw that, I was like, ah, oh, I, I can make that joke again. You get to make that joke again. It does start off with a bang. Um, and it's definitely... It's definitely a, it pulls you in, kind of, because it's like, what the fuck is going on? Um, so, do you have any? Did you have any theories by this point about what the fuck is going on? No, no. <laughs> I think I was convinced they weren't ghosts. Okay. That so I had a theory, and then it was gone by the end by the intro. Yeah. So that's because Whisper shows up with a bunch of other people, so he's definitely not dead. Yeah. By the way, in the theme song. I don't know if there's any other countries in the theme song, but I know all of the countries that we visit in the show are in the theme song. Uh, those are the ones I noticed the most. So I, yeah. either the theme song is made up of those specific countries or it's those plus others. I don't know about some of them, but I do see all the countries we visit in the theme, the intro. So the first person that we meet is Will, who is mm. in Chicago, Illinois. And we first see him in a dream. We'll say, I know he wakes up in a second, but he's in a dream. And it's when he's younger. He's running through the forest. A girl is calling his name and asking for help. She goes into a house. Will goes in after her. And suddenly he, you see him as his adult self. He follows the girl. Um, but then he sees Angelica in the church. Mm. And she kind of just sits back up, comes back to life in a way. Uh, but then shoots herself again and freaks him out. He comes, he wakes up and realizing it was a dream. He's like, Jesus, I, I need to chill. He goes to take some medicine because he has a migraine, which is a common theme in this episode. Yeah. But as he's in his bathroom doing that, this dumbass neighbor next, next door is apparently playing loud rave music. Mm. <laughs> he's like, hell no. So he goes next door, pounding on the door, being like, hey, shut the fuck up. It's the middle of the night. Stop playing loud ass music. And until eventually he breaks the door down, kind of. He breaks into the apartment, opens it because it's not locked. And there's no one in there. There's not a single person living there. There's no music being played. Yeah, it looks um, unoccupied. It looks very unoccupied. There's not a single person in that room. And the music kind of stops when he notices that thinks he's going crazy probably at this mm. moment but then we cut to miss riley blue in london who is playing said rave music mm -hmm. at a london club she's also being like watched from above by i, I don't know what to call him he's like a situation ship a boyfriend a manager he's like a, all things rolled in one jacks yeah. his friend i think knocker was his name and Nix, who is a drug dealer, I will say that now. Um, they're all watching her play. After her set, she goes outside and he's like, Well done. By the way, this is Nix. We should we're gonna go to his place and you know, um do some drugs. <laughs> yeah, um, as, you do. as you do. And Riley says that she doesn't want to go tonight. She has a migraine. That's yes. the second notice of a migraine throughout the show. Or throughout the episode. And he tells uh, he tells her that he told Nix about the crazy vision that she had the other day. We don't see it, but apparently she was in a park and saw a woman unalive. Same woman, yeah. <laughs> yes, we said the same woman has unalived herself. She sees it in a park, and she's like, "Why would you fucking tell him that?" I don't know. I don't know how to explain that. And Nick says he totally gets it, 
and Riley dismisses it, claiming that it was just probably too many drugs. What do you think about Riley's story so far as we get into it? Interesting. One thing I did take away from it was the fact that when the guys were watching her, I think, was it the boyfriend who says, like, oh, she's pretty good for a girl, and then the other guy was like, yeah, he, she's just good in general? Yeah, she's good, period. Yeah. Like, shut the fuck up, you bastard. <laughs> Which I like that, but then he, I think, is gonna rob her later. Right? Mm, not rob her. There's, it's a, you'll, you'll, uh, we'll get to his plot line uh, and how it pertains to her in a bit as well. Okay. Um, we'll get into it more, at least in the next episode. Okay. Uh, but we'll, you know, touch on it later at the end. Yeah. So now we're in Mexico City, where we meet Lito. Uh, he's entering a church with a gun. It looks like he's a fucking badass, and he's involved in who the fuck knows what. Uh, yeah. And he approaches the priest and it tells him, and I quote, I'm going to, I'm here to blow your fucking brains out. <laughs> and the priest is like, whoa, whoa, whoa line okay well that was a bit off script <laughs> and turns out he's filming for a movie <laughs> that took me by surprise actually i was like oh what he's like wait a second <laughs> i thought that's gonna kill him no yeah he's not, he's not gonna kill him the gun is fake it is for a movie because leto is an actor he's seems to be like a, a big a up-and-coming big name actor i will say and mm. he's filming this movie the crew is like whoa let's let's take five the director asks him yo You've been having some, like, hallucinations, apparently, from, from what I remember, and you've been forgetting your lines. What is going on with you? And he just says he's not kind of not feeling like himself, so he he needs to work on this. But, you know, everyone seems to not be feeling that. <laughs> yeah, that seems to be a common theme in this. What's your thoughts on Leto so far, after, after like, the one scene? Because that's the first time we meet Leto. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely started picking up a pattern here with everyone kind of being like, oh... I see these this woman, and then oh, I also have migraine. You know, I, I definitely started picking up on it like throughout the yeah. episode where they're all connected in a way. Yes. To each other. This it's a common a common thing that's happening with all of them. They're mm -hmm. all involved. So then we go to Sun, who is in Seoul, South Korea. Yes. She is the CFO, the chief financial officer of her family's company. Uh, and the secretary tells, uh, she comes in, she tells her, hey, um, your brother isn't here, but Mr. Yoon has arrived and he, he needs to meet with someone about the proposals. And she goes, okay, I'll do it. And she introduces herself and Yoon's like, okay, where's your brother? Cause I, I'm not here to close with a woman because women don't close things. They open them. <laughs> and I wanted to punch him in the face and judging by her fist, so did she. Yeah. So... Um, also, I do want to point out that Sun is the only one we see in this episode, at least, that doesn't noticeably have a migraine. But there's a reason for that. Oh, it, she probably, oh I was going to say, I thought she did. But... She, she does. I'm okay. sure she does. But you don't notice it because she's in a professional setting. She's at work. And honestly, with her character, she probably is like, this is fucking nothing. I'll just push it down. Because <laughs> mm. she's, I will say this now, she's a fucking badass. Yeah. So this, yeah, this is probably just her going, what migraine? <laughs> I'm fine. Because um, honestly, she's been through worse. She also has been seeing Angelica. She sees her again now. She kind of remembers what, what happened. But before 
before anything can happen, her brother pops up and goes, can, go get us some coffee while we talk. I'm like, ooh, I want to punch both of these people. <laughs> They're both kind of jackasses. Yeah. Not kind of, I will say. Both fucking jackasses. But, so we see that's pretty much the setting that Sun is in. She's in kind of a... It's, she, she's in the professional world in Korea, so it's a bit sexist, and she's having mm. to deal with that. After that, we go back to Riley. Her friend's boyfriend, what the fuck ever, they're all talking, and her boyfriend's friend says when his sister died, his nieces could somehow sense it. And they had crawled into his lap, and they were like, and and then he got a call later that his mother at the or her sister at the same time had just started bleeding out in the grocery store, and he felt that his nieces could somehow sense what was happening to their mm. mother. And Nick says he calls it, or it's called limbic resonance, which is the one can you miss it? Oh. title of the shows. He says it's called limbic resonance and goes on to talk about, you know, his drug and kind of trying to push it. But limbic resonance is kind of like. I don't know how to describe it, and I wonder if there's an actual definition for it. It's like an unspoken connection between like people who are close, people who are related by blood, depending. So limbic resonance is the idea that the capacity for sharing deep emotional states arises from the limbic system of the brain. So it's kind of just like connection that isn't physical. Like you don't see it, but like mm. in the brain you're somehow connected to other people and things yeah. like that. So that's that's limbic resonance. That's why the episode is called that because this is honestly the first time we see everyone connecting like that, um, not physically, and so it kind of sets the basis for that whole episode, which is why it's called that. Mm. So he goes on to push his drug, which is apparently called DMT, which he claims can allow users to see their births, deaths, and their life changes from it or something. After that, we go to Kala in Mumbai, India, who I love Kala. She is leaving her family's restaurant and is looking for an umbrella because she hears rain and thunder outside. She's freaking out. She's like, I can't be late. And her dad's like, look, you don't need an umbrella. It's completely sunny outside. It's a great day. And she's like, I swear, I swear I heard thunder and, and lightning. I don't, it was there. <laughs> but yeah. it's not. She hears it somewhere else. He says that he's kind of worried about her um, with the migraines and the confusion and everything, and that maybe she might want to take some time off since her wedding is approaching. So mm. Kala is getting married. That is puts her aside, sets her aside from all the other people. Like she's the first, she's the only one of them to be getting married right now. And despite this, Kala's like, yeah, "Look, my job is very important." She's a pharmacist, and she would much rather be doing that than focusing on a wedding. So. After that, we go straight to Wolfgang. This is the first time we see Wolfgang. And he's in Berlin. He's attending his grandfather's funeral. He's taking aspirin for a migraine, because he also has one. Everyone's mm -hmm. got migraines. And his friend Felix is there as well with him. But as they're walking uh, their way to the cemetery, his cousin, whose name is Steiner, is freaking out and boasting he's like look i'm thinking big just like grandfather did i am going to make such a big score you have no idea you guys are just always going to be petty thieves but i have a plan and i'm going to go steal something yeah. and it turns out that quite possibly they're going to steal the steel because as he leaves felix is like oh, i don't know what's going to be what's going to be better the money or seeing his fucking face so so evidently they're also going to be pulling the same heist, but they're going to be pulling it 
maybe before him. They're going to swipe it from under him. Mm. After that, we go to Caffius. He's in Nairobi, and he's helping his mother, who is sick. She has AIDS. Yeah. And he and she, she's asking, why, why are you so good to me? And he replies, well, you're my only mother, and you've given me light and love in my heart. I fucking love Caffius. Yeah. He is he's a sweetheart, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, he definitely seemed like that this episode. He is. And he says something before he leaves. Uh before he walks out the door, he says, I have this feeling that I'm going to have a really good day today. And I wanted to point that out because you will know notice him say that many times. He he usually says that before he leaves the house. And that encapsulates his character so perfectly because he's honestly such a ray of sunshine in all of this. And he has this never-ending positive energy. And that that one quote just sticks with his character throughout the whole show. Because he he's always saying, you know what? I think I'm going to have a good day today. Uh, I just love him. I, I just think he's such a nice person. <laughs> then we go to San Francisco. <laughs> yep, this is the part I had to move the picture in my phone to the side. Just keep it there. Um- I'm so sorry. I'm completely me- I I meant to mention this. And you know what's funny is I was going to mention it to you after we finished recording because I you had told me a vibe for Never Let Me Go, which was Hot Damn. You said I never get yeah. to give you this vibe, but Hot Damn. And then uh, in my brain I was like, "Oh, right. I should have given him a Hot Damn too. I'll give it to him after we're done recording." And then I just didn't. You never did. So I'm sorry. I'll let you know next time. Um, okay, thank you. Because there are much bigger hot dams than this one, but this is definitely the first one, so. Okay. Um, but I, 100%, if there is, I will let you know, because th- they're a bit more prevalent. But, um, blah, blah, blah. so in San Francisco, Nomi and her girlfriend, Amanita, are having a fun time, um, yeah. to put it lightly. And uh, Amanita asks, asks afterwards if that helped Nomi with her migraine. So apparently they're fucking to get rid of the migraine. Which I don't know is that a is that a is that a way to go to get rid of migraines? Cause ah, uh, <laughs> I mean I wonder because you know a rush of adrenaline could fucking help. I scientifically, <laughs> I'd agree. All right, sick. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say, yeah. I'd say that would probably help, because, like, adrenaline is supposed to, like, make, like, pain, or, or, like, lessen pain sometimes, because it's kind of like when you get injured in, like, a car accident, but you're, like, so full of adrenaline that you don't really feel it. Um, Mm. So, I I mean, I'm assuming that it probably does fucking help. Um, But it's it's evidently, it's pride, because she says happy pride. And uh, the rainbow object that I mentioned in the vibes <laughs> shows up, which you probably didn't notice. Um, no. Yeah, you probably didn't know. You zoomed the picture to the side. I, I did. I, 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 I couldn't watch it all that work. So I, <laughs> I did not realize it took place in the scene. It did. It does take place in the scene, but it's it's okay if you didn't notice it. Um, the rainbow object is um, is a. <laughs> What? Is a- <laughs> Wait, you just did two very different gestures now. Now I'm confused. I'm sorry, what? Um, it's how they were having fun. That is a rainbow object that that would be attached to someone. Um to that that is female who doesn't have one of them. <laughs> Females uh, uh, it's it starts with a D. <laughs> 
Wait, okay, I'm very confused. <laughs> because, I don't, maybe because I didn't watch the scene, I'm very confused. Wait, what? Okay, how would, how would, sometimes when women have sex, they have, (laughs) why are you dancing around it? They have an object with them, and that object starts with a D. Think light on me, meet cute. (laughs) Oh, God. When Sungwoon, okay, no, when Taeyong and (laughs) Sunwoo meet. (laughs) I'm very confused, hang on. When Tae- Can you just tell me what it is? I, I'm gonna pull up, I can't pull up the episode. Fuck. I oh my god, it's a, fucking... it's a fucking dildo. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want to use that. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> bitch! <laughs> I, I, I picked up on it right away, but I'm like, no, I, I'm, I'm gonna make you work for it. I want you to say it. I was like, you can't be that dumb. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. I, I, I knew from like, almost immediately when you started describing it, I was like, oh, I know what this is. Oh, uh, you, I hate you. I hate you so much. <laughs> So that's the rainbow object, by the way. Wait, it was I rainbow? Were... It was rainbow, because it's oh. pride, so they're having fun with it. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I I did not see that, though. Yeah, it's rainbow, so oh. that's fun. Um, and obviously used. Um, but <laughs> that... That, that's pretty much that scene. Um, she, uh, no, Amanita also gets a text um, about uh, working a charity box for a pride festival event, and uh, we'll see more of that in the next episode. Also, I do want to point out that Amanita is p- played by Freema Adjaman, who is British, and is a companion in Doctor Who. She was in Series 3 with David Tennant, the 10th Doctor. So she had a whole season, and she's fucking awesome. She's very underrated as a companion. So I already love Freema Adjaman. So when I was watching Ooh. this show for the first time, I was like, ah, Martha! <laughs> so I was very excited. Um, and if I, uh, she was at the one Doctor Who convention, that I didn't attend before moving. Oh, <laughs> I was damn. very upset about that. Like it was the one year I didn't go because I was already traveling for something, so I was missing it. And I was looking at the guests. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So that always broke my heart. But one day, maybe one day. Um. So that's pretty much that scene is sex and dildos. <laughs> and then we move on to Lito. Who did you did you have this the picture for this scene pulled up? I started to, <laughs> and then I had to flip it back again, and then I pulled it back when I realized nothing was going to happen. Nothing, no, nothing was happening. Yeah, I got to the point where he was rubbing his crotch against the he was doing, of the he was doing that wall. He was doing that. Apparently, he was trying to practice, but he had a migraine, and on top of that, he had a hard on. So, but I want to stress that this is actually connected to the previous scene i was gonna say because i know a lot of things connect so i'm like was he horny because they were having sex yeah <laughs> oh damn that is how that works oh that's that is basically what happened that's gonna make for some fun situations later on <laughs> oh god oh this is gonna be uh see i first i was like oh this would be cool to be connected with people and stuff but now that i'm thinking it's... about it stuff like that might be awkward it's not it doesn't i don't think it's it doesn't really have stuff like that later on. Like, this is, I think, one of the only times you see it where he's like, oh, fuck, why do I have a heart? Like, it, where it shows up randomly. I don't think it's more like that. But but there are scenes where, like, I can't explain it now because I want you to be happily surprised. Oh, um, great. Okay. So we'll get there. Um okay. But yeah, it's it's in a positive light. It's not in a shit. <laughs> like, surprise, you're horny. Like, it, I don't think that happens again. Necessarily. I don't know. We'll get there. But... 
anyway, yes, we're Lido is having some issues. Uh, and his one of his co-stars comes in and she's like, hey, are you okay? Did I fuck up? Because I feel like I fucked up. And he's like, no, it wasn't your fault. I'm a mess. Yeah. And she notices that he's having a problem. And she yeah. tries to help. <laughs> However, uh, he says, I'm sorry. Uh, nothing would make me happier. But my heart belongs to another. And yeah, so, which, I mean, respect, you know? Respect. Big respect, when Lido. your co-star, who is dressed as a nun, offers to give you a hand job, and you're like, no thanks, I'm with someone else. I mean, respect. Very big respect. Lido, Lito loves, like, it's very, I fucking love Lito, because he really is committed. Yeah. And he doesn't stray from that really. Um, so it's I, I love him. He's a great character. Nice. So and she, she before she leaves, she says, "Uh, she must be a very lucky woman to have you." So, and mm. honestly, yeah, because Lito's fucking amazing. Yeah. So that's what we see with Lito, and then we move on to Wolfgang, who is we're back in Berlin, and he's at the funeral still. He offers his condolences to his aunt and uncle, who is Steiner's dad and mom. And they tell him, look, while you're here, you should pay your respect to your father. Um, because in his dying days, your grandfather was always talking about him. And it broke his heart when he died. So go, 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 you know, say your piece to your father at his grave. And we'll see you later. And so he goes over there. And he pees right on his grave. Yeah. Honestly, as someone who's watched the whole show, deserved. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. So you so you don't watch this going, fuck, that's a bit mean. No, deserved. <laughs> I mean, well, okay, here's the thing. If you're going to piss on someone's grave, odds are they had it coming unless there was this huge-ass misunderstanding. Yeah. So it's good to know that it was deserved. And so aside from that, even if you don't know that yet, it seems that Wolfgang is not fond of his father. <laughs> yeah. So that that's that's some background information on Wolfgang. We then go to Caffius. He, um is with his friend Jella, who's kind of like his business partner as well. They have a van, or a matatu, is sometimes referred to as, especially over there. Um, and he's the driver. And they're they're trying to pick up as many customers as possible, but they can't seem to be getting many. The bat van is getting more customers than they are. Um, because everybody loves bat vans. Yeah. And they have a van called the Van Damme. Do you know Jean-Claude Van Damme? I do. Okay. Uh, basically, if you don't know, he's like an action star and very much, he's been in a lot of movies where he's got to beat people up. Uh, yeah. side note, he was also in Friends. That's how I know him. <laughs> That's how I know I him too. I haven't seen him in anything else. I just know him in that one episode. <laughs> I just know him in that one episode too. Like, when I watched this, I was like, oh, from Friends! But I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't yeah, I know, I, I know he's like a real action star, so apologies, yeah. Jean-Claude. He's a big action man. star. Caffius and his friend Jella are love Van Damme. They watch his movies all the time, and the, the, he's kind of inspired them in in life. So they have their van called the Van Dam, but everyone wants to go on Batman, so they're not really pulling in any customers. Is Batman based off Batman? Yes, it is. <laughs> it's got Batman on the side. Yeah. Um, and it, it sucks for Caffius because he's trying to make more money to get medicine for his mother. I don't know if he mentions, but I will say that now. Because um, obviously she's sick and she needs that. But they're like, we can't we can't leave yet, even though we should be. We, we need more passengers. So someone walks in 
be like, hey, uh, I'm, I'm here. And they're like, great, awesome. And he's like, but I can't pay. So I'm like, well, you got to pay. That's the reason you're on the bus. And he said, like, I can give you this. And it's a chicken. Yeah. So uh, he's like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? He's like, I don't know. Like, eggs sell fine, but I need to get somewhere. So the chicken ends up flying out of Jella's arms and onto Sun's desk in South Korea for a second. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> I honestly got a little bit of a jump scare because I was watching him like, oh, hi, chicken. <laughs> I think this was like the scene, like when I was watching this, where I went, oh, this is going to get interesting. <laughs> like, I think this is the scene that really got me excited for the rest. Because I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> But basically, yeah, it ends up on Sun's desk. She freaks out. She's like, why is there a chicken on my desk? But it disappears pretty much as soon as it arrives. Mm-hmm. And her assistant also pops out and says, hey, you you keep getting a call from Mr. Jung from Seoul City Bank. He's on the line again. And she tells him, tell him I'm out while she glances over nervously at a red folder, which will come back around as well. Wow. So that is something to remember. Someone is trying to get a hold of her from Soul City Bank. And she's like, <laughs> no. Uh, so possibly bad things are happening there. Yeah. We're now back with Riley. And she's pretty much leaving. And she's trying to dip before her boyfriend or whoever sees her leaving. Because she doesn't want to go with them tonight. She has a migraine. She's kind of done. Yeah. And he runs up to her. He notices her and says, hey, Nix has invited us to his place. And the stuff that he has... Well, is totally what you're looking for. Like you, you totally need this. Mm-hmm. But she's like, I really, I really can't. So we'll rain check for the next day, and she goes home. But before that, she kind of turns around and is suddenly in San Francisco, sitting opposite Amanita. And there's two men dressed as fairies dancing around. <laughs> yes, yes. I love, I love the fairies, the gay fairies. Um, side note about the gay fairies: remember them because they will be back. <laughs> oh, they will. Okay, yeah, I, I definitely noticed them. I was like, oh, hello. And then, the again, very turned <laughs> off with the scene change and everything. I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. A lot of this was me saying, what the fuck is going on? Um, for reference, because. Obvious, With yeah. the chicken, with the fairies, with later, with the woman, with the gun, who blows her head out. Like, you know, there's like, every t- everything that happens, I'm like, oh, what the fuck is going on? What so. the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> It's the first couple episodes is honestly just you going, what the fuck? I will tell you that now. Okay, it's just, great. These first couple episodes will help you like learn a lot of info. They're kind of an info dump. These first two, while being aesthetically pleasing, they're mm. pretty much an info dump. So once you go through like the first couple episodes, it'll be like, okay, I'll store that information away. And then the rest of that information will just like show up in bits and pieces throughout the season. And yeah. you'll know what's happening by then. So... After that, we transition to Nomi in San Francisco, sitting across from Amanita. And it's basically Pride Weekend. So we're having a great time. And we're here. We're queer. It's fun. And they're having lunch with the, with, the, with, the, with the weed fairies dancing around them. And they're talking about the first time they got high off of marijuana brownies. And so they decide to, you know, anniversary. Ha- let's have fun and have some more weed brownies. And... It's all very cute. It's all very precious. But they flash back to Nomi and Amas, Amanita's first Pride together, which was, I believe, last year. Actually, I don't know. It's their anniversary, so it could have been a couple years ago. But anyway. At least a year. 
Yeah. It was their first pride. And they walk up to one of Amanita's friends. And acquaintances and she's complaining that Nomi who is a political blogger uh was the one who wanted to drop the LGBT like she wanted to talk about dropping it which I understand why she would not want anyone to drop it because little historical fact um the L in LGBT is at the beginning because gay men wanted to put it there in solidarity yeah no I remember you mentioned that during the Pride yeah. movie and yeah. I, I agreed with the lady who was talking to her about like why she didn't want to drop it. Mm. I didn't agree with how she handled it, but exactly. I agree with what she meant. Like I agree <laughs> with her reasoning for why yeah. not wanting to drop it. I personally wouldn't want yeah. to either. Yeah, I see. I see why she wouldn't want to drop it, but I also see the pros in dropping it. Like I love the thought of like not being separated in letters and like kind of bringing it all together. But I definitely see why. It's also a good idea to keep it and why she would want to keep it as a lesbian. Um, and she says, she starts complaining and says, oh, you're just another man trying to encroach on women's spaces. And I'm like, oh, fuck that. <laughs> what we're not going to do is have transphobia surf shit. Well, it's funny. As, as soon as she mentioned that, that was when I was like, wait. I, I was actually, it took me a minute to actually understand what she meant. I was like, wait, what? So you did not. I was like, I don't get that. And then it took me a minute. I was like, wait. Oh. Because oh. I honestly didn't realize that up to that point. So. When when you first see Nomi, she's injecting something uh, in, into her. And it's hormones is what she's doing. She's injecting hormones into her. Right. Oh, she's the one with. The, yeah. I was like, is she doing yeah, Botox yeah, yeah. on your butt or something? She is not. Those are hormones. <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused. Again, what the fuck is going on was my just for the episode. So it all comes back. Like, as you go back, it's like, oh, so that's what that was. That's what this was. Yeah, I, I just thought it was fucking Botox. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> not. No, it is hormones. She's, she's trans. And this woman is assumably a turf, considering the fact that she just misgendered her. And so Nomi runs off. After Amini is like, fuck you, say one more bad thing about my girlfriend, I'm going to punch you in the face. And so Nomi runs off. She's starting to cry. And Amanita's hey, like, hey, this stuff doesn't usually bother you. Like, why are you okay? Uh, and she said it wasn't she wasn't crying because of what she said. She's crying because no one's ever stood up for like her like that before. Mm. Which Amanita had just done. I fucking love them, side note. That was actually that I, I did appreciate. That was sweet. Amanita and Nomi are like one of the best lesbian couples on television and they're just so underrated because this show is underrated and I need more people to talk about them um and also Amanita specifically she's just a pl- she, she, she she's a game she's a, she's a, I don't know how to explain it she's <laughs> she's in it like she, she's ride or die that's that's what I would ride say. or die oh I like that she's ride or die she is ride or die I'm telling yeah, she you, you, get will, that vibe. you will fucking love Amanita throughout the show I'm telling you right she's now I and so yeah, that's that's kind of like the story of their first pride. And back in the present, Nomi says that that was the day she knew she would always love Amanita. And I'm like, <laughs> I fucking love them. Um, and they kiss, and it's cute. So that is them. And that I'm gonna say right now is where we are going to break, as we have Ooh. been talking for an hour, yeah. uh, and we yeah. are halfway through the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna take a break here, and we will see all of you guys in a second. We're back. Hi. I'm not. I'm usually not the one to do this. This is exciting. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you should say what we're back to and the name of the episode. That's why I'm not saying it because I don't know the name. Of the oh, that's right. I you don't know anything, so I'm gonna be. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're back with Sense Eight, Season One, Episode One, Limbic Resonance. Yeah. We start off this second half with Kala. She's entering a temple. She prays to Ganesha. That's her deity. And so she's talking to Ganesha. She's like, hey, um, here's some offerings. I swear this isn't like coming with strings attached, but I thought I'd just, you know, mention what I'm looking for. <laughs> and she begins talking about her marriage. She's going to be getting married to Rajan Rasal. And he's the son of the owner of the pharmaceutical company where she works. She's employed there. And that's how she met him, through that. And she says that Rajan is smart, he's handsome, and everybody is, like, wanting to marry him. But for some reason, he only had eyes for her. And mm. she was, she, she's like, yeah, he's great. And my, my aunt's, like, what was it? Like, what's the word? Astrologist? Um, was like, uh, she said, our match is good. Everyone has been saying this is perfect and he's the perfect person to me, for me. Everyone was yeah. so happy when her parents got the proposal because it was an arranged marriage. And... Oh, I didn't get that. It's basically an arranged marriage. Cause, uh, well, kind well, of, I kind of get it from what she said later, but like... Yeah, it's kind of an arranged marriage, but it's also not because he like asked her out first and um, they kind of went on a date and everything like that. But... I guess in India, it's, like, more of a thing to be, like, oh, I want to marry your daughter, like, after, like, one date. Well, is it more, like, blessing? Like, you know, when the, like, man asks the father of the bride or girlfriend or whatever for, like, permission to be, like, hey, can I have your blessing to propose to your I would, daughter? I would say, yeah, it's similar to that from what I've seen. And um, if you guys are a good match, it's like, oh, yeah, for sure, let's get married. And it's, like, quick. It's quicker than, like, other, like, Western countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. According to everyone, he's the, he would be the perfect husband for her. But she says, except for one little thing, she doesn't love him. Ooh. So, I will say this now. Um, no, I won't say this now. I'm going to let you figure this out on your own. Um, okay. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Drop that. But she, she doesn't love Rajan, and that's pretty much the, the problem that she's having. Like, he's nice, he's handsome, he's wonderful, but she just, she's not feeling it. We'll learn more about his side of everything in the next episode. Ooh, interesting. Kind of, yeah. His, his. But we go back to Wolfgang now, mm -hmm. and they, um, I, I think it's, is it Felix that owns the locksmith shop, or do they both? I don't know. But they're in the locksmith shop that is theirs. And Felix is making a key while he's talking to Wolfgang. And after he left at the funeral, his his father was just going on about Wolfgang's father. Or Sergei? Sergei. Yeah, his uncle. My bad. His uncle started going on and on about Wolfgang's father and how he was the best safe cracker, the best box man there was. And that his father was obsessed with cracking an SND safe. It's a very mm. specific safe that's apparently impossible to crack. And he later got caught for trying to crack one. And he just never ended up doing it. It dro drove him crazy. After Felix is done making the key, it's revealed that it's supposed to be used when they're going to be doing this whole cracking thing. And Felix says, hey, by the way, the safe in the house that we're robbing, isn't that an S&D safe? And so it's a little 
it's not just like, oh, we're going to rob the place. It's also There's also some personal reasons behind Wolfgang wanting to do this. Yeah. We go back to Nomi. And they're ta- she's talking with a couple other people. And this is the um, kind of pride event that Amanita was going to do the charity box for, which she is doing. She has her costume mm-hmm. opportunity up. And uh, she is working the charity box here. And Nomi's talking to these other people. And apparently one of them, named Sean, has this new like piece, this art piece. And he's explaining that he's actually kind of nervous about it because it's a bit of a downer and no one really wants to feel sad during pride and that's because one of them says that's because like back in the 80s pride was kind of like a funeral march Mm. because everyone around them just kept dying and sean said that's why he created this piece because he wanted to reconnect with like the past of pride and to remember that and so they're watching this piece that he's done it's kind of like a modern dance kind of situation and there's a overlay like a a voiceover of someone talking about his experience with AIDS and he's and he was talking about his friend just saying look um I I don't weigh that much I need you to do me a favor I need you to take me up to the roof and I need you to throw me off of it and it's like hitting all these people in the audience really hard everyone's crying and while this is happening, Nomi kind of like blinks for a second and suddenly it's Angelica sitting yeah, on the stage. You're back. She's like, this is a weird part of the performance. But it, then suddenly everyone is clapping and the performance is over and everyone's on stage bowing. So it's like, was she even there or was she not? <laughs> it's the same woman from her dream at the very least. Um, or whatever. Her hallucination. Then we go to Will. I think this is like the first, like, aside from him waking up from the, from Angelica unaliving herself, uh, this is the first time we really get to know Will. Um, he is a cop. He arrives at the police station with his partner, Diego. Will is talking about this dream, feeling more like a dream and feeling like it was a hallucination, but not a hallucination. He's like, I could smell the burnt mattress. I, I, I could feel the wind from the broken windows. And Diego's like, look, you got it. You, you must have been like astral projecting like Doctor Strange because this is like weird. Mm. And w- Diego's like that. He's just like brushes him off all the time. But Will's just like, dude, I'm serious. Like, this is weird. So while they're out patrolling the neighborhood, they pass a group of gang members on the street. And they kind of say like, oh, I could, I could feel the hate coming off of them. And I'm like, honestly, yeah, I kind of agree because they can. But <laughs> but we're not going to dive too deep into the whole philosophy of police versus um, disenfranchised people. But because we're here to focus on on, on the, the science fiction of it all, please. Not <laughs> I want to focus on some of the political aspects, but like this is deep. So I'm not going to focus too much on this. Yeah. But they uh, then they there's a report of a gunfire. So they drive off to go respond to that. Back with Wolfgang in Berlin, they are silently breaking into kind of like an art gallery, like apartment kind of situation, using the key that they'd forged earlier. And they bypass the alarms with this like little piece of tech. And they go upstairs and find the SMD safe. Wolfgang takes a stethoscope out and sits down to try and crack the safe. But Felix is watching for anyone incoming because 
they're waiting for Steiner to show up too to rob the place. So they want to rob it before he gets there. Mm. So Wolfgang starts working on the safe, but then he thinks he hears sirens, which is coming from Will's police car in Chicago. Yeah. Not there. So Felix is like, I don't hear anything. <laughs> He's like, okay, if you don't hear anything, fine. But Felix is kind of pressing Wolfgang, look, we, we, there's no shame in drilling. We could drill. Let's just drill. He's like, no, no, no. I need to do this for my own personal gang. Because if I crack the safe that my father never cracked, we'll fuck him over so hard. Um, yeah. So that's kind of like his goal. It's not necessarily to get the diamonds. It's to crack the safe. Oh, yeah, for sure. He starts to get frustrated. At, uh, it's like it's just it's not cracking. Um, so he's like, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna take a break. <laughs> I'm gonna sit down and watch some television to relax. And Felix is like, the fuck are you doing, dude? Like we don't have that much time. And he's like, don't worry, we'll get there, we'll get there. But I need a break because my ears are just too not focusing. Yeah. And they're watching this presumably a music competition show. And it kind of flashes back to when Wolfgang, who did want to sing, like that was one of his things that he wanted when he was younger. He liked singing. He liked music. And he got up to sing. Oh, that was him. That was him. That was him. That's a flashback. Voila. <laughs> I thought that was the most randomest cutaway ever. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Who is this child? Why is there a dude laughing in the back? I was so confused. <laughs> Yeah, the cut makes you think, like, oh, who is this? But it is Wolfgang. It's hard to notice, but uh -huh. it's Wolfgang. Um, but he was going, he was singing at this presumably kind of, like, event for school or something. Mm -hmm. And he freezes. And he, notice, he notices that his father gets up to leave when he freezes. And then he turns around. And when he's just not singing, he just starts laughing at him in this just room full of people. And I'm like, what a fucking bastard. <laughs> yeah, my first... Okay, was that really him laughing? Or was, it, was that just how Wolfgang felt? Like, was that more like no. in his mind? Or, like, was it, or is that no. just actually what happened? I mean, I'm pretty damn sure... We don't really get, like, a super confirmation, but I'm pretty sure that's just him fucking laughing at him. Because yeah. judging by what else happens with his father after this, he definitely was fully laughing at him in a room full of people. Yeah, <laughs> uh, okay. And it kind of just, like, destroyed him as a child. So so then we cut back to Riley. She's at home because she didn't go with them. And she's listening to music on her headphones, but then she hears kind of, like, clicking. And that's... Yeah, the safe. That is the safe. That's Wolfgang listening to the safe. And she takes her headphones off and then it kind of stops. So she's like, oh, I don't know what the fuck that was. But then she hears sirens, which are the ones also coming from Will's police car in Chicago. Mm -hmm. And she looks out the window but sees nothing. So she's like, all right, going fucking crazy. Sits down and goes back to whatever she was doing. But as we cut to Will and Diego back in Chicago, they respond to this gunshot announcement. And they enter a building where they find a kid who is apparently in a gang and he was, he's was he been shot. Mm. So Will, they, they point their guns at each other, but then the teen drops it. He's like, look, help me. <laughs> like... I, yeah. I'm i not here to fight right now. I'm injured and I need help. So Will, being Will, picks him up, goes to help him. And Diego's at first like, yo, <laughs> why are we doing that? <laughs> it's like, because yeah. we're supposed to help people. And he's like, look, if it was you or me sitting there, he'd probably shoot us. And he wouldn't think twice about it. 
but Will's not here for that. So they take him, get, get him into the police car, and drive him to the hospital. However, at the hospital, the nurse says, look, you got to take him to a different one. Yeah. You can't bring him here for a gunshot. And he's like, well, why? What kind of policy lets a kid die, dude? And she said they were taking in too many people for gunshot wounds, and they were losing resources, and they couldn't help the other people in the hospital. So uh, eventually she lets him in, he begs, and she accepts the team. And so they yeah. do help him. So with Will, in between, like before they got him to the hospital, him and um, Deshaun were talking in the car as Deshaun's sitting there with a gunshot wound. And he's, and he's like, oh, I was rebellious in my teenage days too, because his dad is a police officer. And he kind of had his own rebellion thing going. Um, he was like, screw that. I'm going to cause havoc, which annoyed his father to no end because his father was a cop. As Wolfgang is listening to the singer, whose name is Natalie, apparently, but that doesn't come back around, uh, on the talent show, Felix, uh, he's like, uh, he tells Felix, look, she's amazing. Her voice is beautiful. And I think she's going to win the whole thing. And Felix said she's great, but she's not going to win. And he's like, why? She's like, her eyes are too far, far apart, like, like a camel. <laughs> I'm like, dude. <laughs> Ow. Um, but... Obviously, um, she actually gets voted off, and Felix was right. So evidently, mm. he knows some things about the world, but still a bit harsh. <laughs> yeah. But it also shows that Felix, like, is a little smart. He's a little dumb most of the show, but every once in a while, you'll see a moment from him where it's like, oh, he's got some brain mm. in there. Um, nice. however mean, but <laughs> so Wolfgang goes back to cracking the safe, and. But Felix's alarm rings, and Steiner's car pulls up right on time, because everything's timed perfectly with these. And he's like, shit, we, we, we need to go, we're out of time. But Wolfgang's like, no, I'm fucking working, shut the fuck up. And he eventually cracks a safe. He gets it done. And there's a bunch of diamonds inside, so they grab them, close the safe, run out, and they leave through the door right when Steiner and his yeah. men come into the place. So it was a very close call, but they got out of there with the diamonds. Back in Chicago, Will and his partner Diego are sitting and waiting, and the nurse comes out to say, he's fine. Um, the doctor finished working on him, and he'll be okay. But she says, can I ask you a question? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And she says, how would you feel if Deshaun's survival leads him to return to his gang and then later kill someone like a cop or another innocent civilian? How would you feel? And Will doesn't really respond to that because I don't even think he knows himself. I just knew that uh, he he just knew that he had to help someone in that instance like immediately. Yeah. I think it's more of like he's still saving a life. Yeah. What the life he saves does is not really his concern. Yeah. It's that he saved a life. And yeah. I think that's what matters to him. It's like when you're watching medical shows and like they have to help someone who's like got dubious like um, history and it's like oh this guy was arrested for being a pedo and it's like well we can't just say oops we oops he's dead like you have to work on him like yeah. you're not god you know you just have to do your job and yeah. not be the decider of who lives and who dies mm -hmm. and then we go back to Riley in London and it's the next night so as promised she rain checked she went with Jax and Knocker to can't believe we have Knocker. She went back with Jackson Knocker to Nix's place. They're having a great time with the drugs. They're like passing the fuck out on these things. Yeah. And so he comes over to Riley, who hasn't done any yet. He takes off her headphones and 
he says, look, you're beautiful and you, you don't belong with this guy. You know, um, I felt alone once, just like you, isolated from the world until I met a woman and she gave me this. Which apparently tore his walls down. So he then gives it to her. And she kind of like has the same moment of like, oh, dread. Um, <laughs> but then suddenly she's in Chicago. So this kind of like, I don't know, aged in her transporting or something. I don't even know. But yeah. either way, she's now suddenly in Chicago. Uh, where she's kind of in Will's place in the cruiser. But then when it switches to Will in the cruiser, he looks out and he kind of sees her shadow or her standing there. Mm. But this isn't the first... He, he converses with her for the first time a little later. but Or in a couple minutes. But he he sees her there. It's very, it's very interesting. But we also see her as a child in Iceland. She's on a on a beach kind of in Iceland and then she goes into a cave, which will come back later. Which is like the theme of this episode. That will come okay. back later. <laughs> okay. We'll see more about that. And it will have some sort of importance to her story. So we go back to Will. We're kind of going between Will and Riley at this point. Because this, uh, their stories are pretty important as far as this goes. And as they pass an abandoned church, Will is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop the car. Because Will and Riley stop the car. But Will and Riley... <sighs> Jesus. <laughs> it's confusing, yeah. So... I, and I know this really well. Okay, Will and Riley at the same time, because she's kind of in the car, is like, stop the car. And he's like, wait, this is this is where I had the vision. This is this is where that woman unalived herself. And he runs inside. He recognizes the room. He realizes it wasn't a dream. And he sees the mattress. It's all there still, except for Angelica's body. And Diego points out, look, there's no blood. There's nothing. So I don't think anything happened here. But Will's like, look, I'll tell you right, there's drugs in this tin. I know where everything is. How would I know that if this dream wasn't real? And Diego's still not convinced. And he's like, look, you show me evidence of a crime, I'm there. But I don't see anything right now. So I'm just going to go back to the car. You have your moment. And come find me later. So Will's looking around, checking the mattress. And then suddenly he turns around and Riley's standing there. Which, side note, this is one of my favorite meet cutes ever because it's just such an innocent, pure moment of them just going, wow, hi. <laughs> I just, I love, I love it. It's so cute. And so Riley's standing there and Will's like, hey, um, do I do I know you? Because you seem kind of familiar. And she's like, oh, no, I don't. I Honestly, where I don't even know where I am right now because she's like, oh, I'm in London, though. And he's like, what are you doing here? She's like, well, I don't even know where here is. And it's chicago you're in chicago she's like i've never been to america this is so exciting and it's all a little confusing but also a little magical (laughs) it's such a nice moment however then riley turns to her right and goes shit what are you doing and suddenly it switches back to her and she's back in london and jackson knocker have shot nix's bodyguards yeah it's like a very violent way to wake up from a drug haze (laughs) yeah and Jax is like, hey, the reason we're here is because we knew he had a shipment coming in. So we've been planning this. We've been watching him. And he, we were going to do it last night, but you weren't coming. And he said he wanted you there. So now we're going to steal all the shit and kill him. She's like, no, 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 please don't do this. And he's like, look, he'd kill you without blinking. It's fine. And you can, you can take this. You've always wanted to go to America. So we can, we can do that. You can take the money and go to America. Fine. But like, we're doing this. This is an opportunity. But while he's talking to her, 
Nix's bodyguard manages to shoot Jax in the leg, and Nix stabs Knocker in the neck, and he shoots the bodyguard, and then Nix grabs a gun and then kills Jack, who manages to shoot back as he dies. So everyone dies. Everyone kills each other. Um, and it's and she's just standing there, traumatized, covered in blood, as the episode ends. So it's quite quite a way to end the first episode with violence like that. So. What'd you think so far <laughs> from episode one? How you feeling? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, that's 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 a fair question. That I think sums up my feelings on this episode. Is what the fuck is going on? Fair question. Um, it's confusing at first. It will get less confusing in the next couple, I swear. Um, but it is very much honestly. You feel the same as the characters in these moments because it's like they don't know what the fuck's going on either. Like they're having hallucinations, migraines, and I don't know what the hell this is. Maybe I'm going nuts, but I'll I'm deal with it later. So, yeah, it's very much what the fuck is going on, but it's the general gist of the beginning of the show, I guess. Curious to hear this. Whose story are you most interested in seeing so far? Which is intriguing you the most? I think right now I would say probably will or riley because they've actually met now and it's kind of like they yeah. they seem closer to the whole understanding what's going on than anyone else does and that's kind of what i'm also wanting to know so i feel like i'm more interested in their stuff now because they've interacted with each other despite yeah. the fact being in two different countries so very true they're definitely like at the center of all this especially in season one and very much in season two it's very much a group effort with this with the cluster, but Will and Riley, I think, sacrifice so much in these two seasons, and they work so hard. So definitely with them, you're going to find the most storyline, I think, as, mm. in terms of what the fuck's going on. But that's why in this first episode, you see them interact more than others, because they kind of are kind of at the center of all this. Yeah, they're, they're kind of like the main characters of the show. Yes, like the all eight are the main characters, but these two have the most, like, story time in terms of, like, you know, the whole, with whispers and things like that. It's all, they're, they're kind of at the center of it all. Yeah. It focuses on them quite a bit, but, yeah, that's, that's the first episode of Sense8's MVP nice. at all, <laughs> if, if we're doing that. <laughs> um, I just have to think about this one. Yeah. There's a lot going on. I didn't think about it, so I need to. Too. <laughs> I I think I got mine, or yeah. I'm gonna say I have mine as well, and I'm trying not to take into account future episodes, but I'm really. Uh, I think I have mine. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one. Wolfgang. Angelica. Oh, I was about Wolfgang was my other choice. <laughs> I mainly picked him because he cracked the save. He did crack the safe. Well done, Wolfgang. <laughs> and I mean, great. Like, good for you. You stuck into your fa dead father. Yeah. <laughs> that that was really all I could really think. Who did you say? Angelica. Um, I know. I, I'm trying not to take into account future episodes, but also I'm trying to view it from, like, what she did in this episode. She, it seemed that what she had to do was difficult, aside from the birth. She also unalived herself because apparently it would help and so i and it does but i'm trying not to like take into account future episodes but she had the courage to like stop something in its tracks before you know mm. 
anything else happened. And she also like birthed all these sensates and now they get to connect with each other. So it's kind of like I'm not trying not to take into account future episodes, but she did do she she started the whole thing off, I will say. So that's that's fair. That's fair. I think that's why I'm gonna go with Angelica. But she does a lot more or you realize that she's done a lot more throughout the episodes, but I'm trying not to include this. <laughs> so so um grading for fun uh this was not like a hard grade because you fucking know jack shit so uh birth and death had to do with angelica at the beginning of the episode you said reincarnation you were wrong yeah (laughs) you're right it's okay this was just for fun um (laughs) rainbow object you said an umbrella or a ball yeah neither was right um you were very wrong um, Although if you I put sh- the two together, they kind of similar in a way. It kind of resembles an object. Like it, it, it kind of works. No, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. I'll give you half a point. Um, and heist of a heist. Um, you kind of got that right. You said oh, someone's. Okay. So you said someone's gonna like rob something, but someone else does it first, or something like that. And that that's pretty right. So okay, fair. Definitely. Fair. There you go. You got one and a half points there. So, our vibes for the next episode. As stated before, I will be giving you the title and other vibes along with it. So, the episode title is called I Am Also a We. I love that. It's one of my favorite episode titles. I Am Also a We. I Am Also a We. It reminds me of, like, there's no I in team. Kind of like that, actually. Yeah, that's, that, that, okay. that's a vibe. So, your vibes are as follows. We have five vibes. There's so much story in these episodes that I'm probably going to give you like quite a few vibes per episode. Like, yeah. I'm never going to be low on vibes. Yeah. Uh, the first vibe, I was debating between like two ways I could phrase this. I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say the first one because it's easier for me to guess, I think. I'm trying to be nice with you with these. Um, so the first vibe is We March with Pride. Okay, that has something to do with um, the girls. Whose yeah, the I girls. Forget. Nomi and Amanita. Nomi and Amanita. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not, it's going to take me a while to learn everyone's name. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> All right. Your next vibe is Erased. Erased? Mm. So I will say this something is erased. My first thought was like um, someone's memory gets erased or something. Mm. Like a memory erase thing thing. A party. Oh, a party! Party! Yeah. You do. Uh, so, do you want? I will say <laughs> for some of these vibes, I will have you guess who it involves because that's oh, okay. more. A, oh, a party! Good. Well, the march for pride was probably you know me, so probably not her. Maybe Wolfgang for the party for cracking the safe. Okay. Could be like that, like the world's have a safe or something. So like, I don't know. <laughs> Do you want to throw a guess for a person that erased uh, matches with? Oh, um, they were using someone's memory. Oh. I'll give you half a point for that if you guess the person. <laughs> because you... Was I right about erasing the memory? No. I will say that. Oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll, t- I'll take that off, and then you can guess the person it involves. Okay, fine. That's fair, what we will fair, do fair. for these. I don't know why I keep thinking memory, because all the mind fucking thing that happens in this episode. I um, know. Forget that. Erase it. <laughs> erase. 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 Oh, maybe it has something to do with um the red folder thing. Ah, 
Maybe so sun, she erased something from that. I don't know. Alright, so that's Sun is your guess for that. Wolfgang is your guess for party. A premiere. A premiere. Oh! It's gonna be the dudes movie. Lito. Yeah, Lito. Lito Rodrigo. Um and the last one is hospital. Oh, we go back to the hospital. I'm and remember, low. some of these some of these might include like the same person twice on some of these vibes. You never know. Like I'm not just saying one vibe per person. No, I I know, yeah. Okay. But, um, I'm gonna say Will again. Maybe he brings another guy back there or go back to fucking. I don't know. Okay. Something like that. We shall see, cause those are your vibes. Okay. Ta-da! We'll see you next week for episode two of Sensate. I am also a wee. Yeah. So we will see you all next week. See you then. Bye, everyone. Bye.